times and thinks that they're all wrong. One's American and one is an Aussie. Talking about StarCraft 2 and the esports scene. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you for the welcome to the podcast. No worries, anytime. Yes, that's what I appreciate about you, Somicron. You're always willing to welcome me to the podcast. It's nice. I like the. I can expect that every week. Mm. Um, okay. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Truth. All right. So, gaming news. Gaming news. Cyberpunk has been delayed again. Yeah. The new release date is December tenth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From November 19th, I think. Yeah, something like that. See if I can scroll back through all of their yellow updates. They tweet too much. This is not working. <laughs> it was November 19th-ish. 19th! Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. So, one, personally, this gives me more time to update my video card. It's true. I have a GTX 970. It's not quite kicking it, not quite handling it for the current generation of games, which is fine. I get it. It's true. So I need to get something. Mm -hmm. And so this will give me more time to either for NVIDIA to figure out they actually have supply to sell to people instead of giving them to bots. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or I go with AMD's offerings, which are supposed to come out fairly soon. Right. Yeah. So. I mean... Anyway, more time. Do you, do you think AMD won't sell robots? Um, I don't know if they can do it any worse than NVIDIA did. Do you think? But that doesn't mean they can do it any better either. It very well could mean they're not going to do it any better. Yes. Also, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It just gives me more time to finally get a stupid video card that can run Cyberpunk. Like, I think the, officially they've said a GTX 970 will run it. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be at the point where it kind of runs the game but not well you know well, a 970 should do fine it says the minimum is like a 780 which is insane <laughs> like when the heck did the 780 come out uh, i don't know i'm looking it up gtx 780 of course they're not going to give me a date on that are they oh, that'd make nope, it easy. not on their website Okay, so here's a review. 2014. So, like, they're saying a six-year-old video card is going to be able to handle the cutting-edge graphics um, 2020 game. Yeah. There you go. Seven-year-old graphics card. I don't know. I mean, I believe them it'll run. I don't know if it's going to be up to up to spec of what they want the game to look like, though, but whatever. Mm. We'll see. It could be. It could be awesome. Like it could run on a 970, no problem, but I still want a better video card anyway. Right. That like, right fun. now, I'm playing Red Dead Redemption 2, and it is, like, 99% of my GPU, and everything runs fine. It's not stuttering. It's not having trouble. But it is using every little piece of that GPU that it possibly can, and I just don't think that's healthy for the card in the long run, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? If you, like, max it permanently? Yeah, like depends on I'm how long all... you're maxing it, right? If it's yeah, 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 max twenty four seven, literally. No, that's not good for it in the long run. But if you're like maxing it to like the ninety nine, like ninety percent range, ninety percent plus for a couple hours while you play games, it should be fine. Yeah, no, that makes sense. If you're using it for Bitcoin mining, then yeah, you're going to reduce the lifespan. Probably, yeah, yeah, but infrequent gaming probably not an issue. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, so Cyberpunk's been delayed. So here's the thing. Up to this point, I have felt more like, you know, a rushed game is never good. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. That they're taking the time to make it good, and it's going to be awesome because they took the time to do it. But, like, we're coming up on a year now, and it reaches a point for me where it... I just don't understand why. I don't understand what they're doing to where it needs another three weeks. Like, if they were planning on releasing it November 19th, then at this point, they basically should be done. So they had a meeting at some point and said, all right, are we done? And then the answer was no, a resounding no. And they said, we need more time to work on stuff. But 
So this either indicates they better be feature complete, like coming from a software development perspective, they better have everything in there that they need to have in there because if they're still working on features, there's not enough time to test it until the 21st. Like it's just, I, it's a, it's can, a massive undertaking. I can tell you the game is content ready, right? You can play the game from okay. start to finish already because as they said in one of their yellow posts, they've gone gold, which means essentially they've already gone to manufactured discs for things that use optical drives. And you have to, I believe there's some sort of criteria for that. And that is you have to be able to sit down and play the game from start to finish. Yes. So essentially, but... they're just polishing things, making sure things work properly, maybe. I don't think they're adding in new content at this point. <laughs> right? So Any there's... content that gets added in six weeks before release date is, you know, that's not a good sign for the game. But I don't think no. they're doing that. I don't think it's even possible, honestly. Not and not to have a good release anyway. Okay, so basically this is bug finding. Their testing team is finding garbage that are they're showstoppers, right? They're, we Probably. can't release with this. Please fix it. We'll retest. We'll retest everything in case there's a regression. In case fixing this broke something else. Mm -hmm. Current comment is they're trying to QA it against the nine platforms it's releasing on. I mean, <laughs> I don't think it's nine, right? Like, what is it? It's PS4, PS5? PC, Xbox, then Xbox One, Xbox Series, whatever. That's five. Okay, every stupid model of Xbox in the world, right? Right. Because they do that, and it's not going to the Switch. Not that I'm aware of. It's got to be it. So like, it's I five, but unless they're on Stadia or something, are they on Stadia? Uh, yes. Okay, well, that's another one then. Fair enough. So six. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's a bunch. But. I think you're underestimating underestimating the PC, right? There's a lot of different ways you can like because every every PC is different. Everyone's got different parts in them in their machines. Yeah, so, no, that's fair. That's fair. Right. I don't. I mean, honestly, I don't know how you conceivably hope to test against every hardware configuration a PC user could have, especially if you're saying we'll take everything dating back to 2013, <laughs> like. There's no way you're not. You're going to do a spread, some kind of matrix coverage, but you can't get all of it. There's no, it's not, it's impossible. Right. So Windows, PlayStation 4, 5, Stadia, Xbox One, Xbox Series. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I can't imagine what the other three would be. Unless there's another, are there other, wasn't there another streaming game service other than Stadia that lasted for like six months? Is it still around? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> okay. Let's do a quick look here. There's Amazon Luna. I don't know if that's even a real thing. Sounds like oh. Jeff Bezos bought the moon. Amazon Luna. <laughs> it does. NVIDIA game NVIDIA had one. I remember that. I'm not even sure if it's still around. Oh really? Yeah. So there's GeForce now, and there's NVIDIA GameStream. I wish this list would sh tell me what's still around. Or maybe just assuming everything is still around, which is crazy to me that there's this many, because I'm finding a list of, like, 20 different streaming game services. Right. So here's the thing. When you look for streaming game services, a lot of them are like, hey, we'll let you stream from your PC to your phone and play it in your toilet or whatever, right? Okay, so in it's, that case, the hardware is your PC. Right, yeah. it's not like Stadia where it's like, we've got the computers. So. Yeah, good point. Okay, fair enough. So yeah, what a game streaming service is does vary depending on what we're talking about. Yeah. All right, cool, cool. So yes, they're testing against a lot of stuff. Um, so it's just got to be bug fixes. I mean, I'm sure they're pissed about it. <laughs> like... <laughs> Right? Like the bosses at Project Red are like, come on, we've never done this before. We take forever to make games, yeah. Mm -hmm. But we've never been like, we're going to release a game and then delay it eight times in a year. It's just mm -hmm. brutal. It's not good for them. I read an article today talking about how some people are mad about this and want like uh, the CEO of CD Project Red to get his pay docked and like punish him for this. How would that help? <laughs> Yeah, that's the point. It wouldn't help. It would just encourage more crunch and more release of products that aren't ready yet. Uh, so that was stupid. But additionally, like, if you look at a, CEO, a gaming CEO, like the Activision CEO technically makes 
I think $30 million a year, but like 17 million of it is in stock options. Mm. So it's not like you can just take his cash and throw it at, you know, everybody else to compensate them for their time or anything. It's not really cash. And mm. having a game go over schedule like this is costing them upwards of a million dollars a month. Um, just in development time, paying salaries, paying for office space, marketing stuff that they're working on. Curious question. But even yeah. if the game went out tomorrow, wouldn't they, st- unless they like, projects done, fire a bunch of staff, right? Which I get that mm-hmm. some studios do. Wouldn't they still be paying for office space, still paying for salaries, right? Like, sure. those costs don't go away because the game's out. <laughs> no, but you get them working on a new game, right? What, right. And- CD Projekt Red or the Cyberpunks are bringing in cash at that yeah, point. I, I get that. I get the difference that they start working on other things, but there's a good yeah. chance there's going to be DLC for Cyberpunk, right? And that's yeah. what they'll and be working work, on. And you can work on the DLC, and then when that comes out, you get more cash. Yeah. yeah Unless I, you're doing free DLC, in which case, never mind. <laughs> I think I said somewhere that they would be doing free DLC. Um, but I'm not 100% on that. Don't quote me. Yeah. <sighs> It's, just, it's the difference between spending 10 years making one game and spending 10 years making five games, right? Right. Your, your cash flow is much healthier when you make five games in 10 years than one game in 10 years. You're always paying the developers, but if you're releasing product more quickly, you're getting more stuff. You're getting right. more money. Right. Yeah. But looking at it from CD Projekt Red, they made all the money that all the gods ever had with The Witcher. Yes, they right? did. So it, yeah. like, the argument that, oh, they could be making more money sooner and work on more things for longer, they're, they're fine on money. Like, money is a non-issue for them. Um, mm, I do wonder if someone said, you know, it'd be good if we like delayed a little and put it out before Christmas, right? Just before Christmas to get people buying it for Christmas presents. Instead of, well, you know, two months before Christmas. Uh, well, a month and a half. Uh, I don't, I'd be really surprised if they were ready to go for the 19th and then somebody in marketing was like, but the holiday shopping season, <laughs> hey, right? Man, I, I don't know. Because <laughs> here's the thing. The longer a game has been out before Christmas, the more pressure it is on people who are like waiting for Christmas specials. Right? Because if, if it's a six-month-old game, by the time Christmas comes around, they expect it to go on special. If it's only been out for two weeks, you can't really expect that to go on a decent sale. No, but a guarantee a vast majority of the sales for a game like this come soon, way before the specials show up. Probably, but I yeah. still think it would see sales in special time, and if you can get full price during sale season. Okay. Uh, Yeah, no, it makes sense, I guess. I mean, it's just different. I... It's not like people are buying box copies of games anymore for other people for Christmas, right? Yeah, they are. Are they? I mean, I... Yeah, kids and shit, yeah. If I wanted to give my nephew a game for Christmas, I'm not going to buy him a card. You're going to, like, order a hard copy of Cyberpunk off of the internet <laughs> and wrap it up and give it to him. Theoretically, yes. But, I mean, it's an R18 game, so no. But theoretically, I would you rather... Know, I would rather... Like, he's a child, right? Yeah, I want him I to it. have something physical to open. Kids love that shit. Right? It's a good it's, point. Like they the, do, but mm, I don't know. You think right, so? Like, it, it doesn't cost me anything extra. I don't have to have the disc around. But watching a kid open something, I think people value that at Christmas. The people that like giving gifts. Yeah. All right. Fair enough, I guess. That's why people go, oh, you can't just say you want a gift card. I have to get you something. Because they want to have a box. They want a reason to wrap it. I don't understand those people. I'm going to be honest with you right now. Yeah, no, neither do I. I'd rather just cash. I don't even want gift cards. Yeah, totally. A gift card hems you in too much. Um, you can't buy drugs with gift cards. Uh, Unless you're really good friends with the dealer. <laughs> uh, you're right. Some dealers might take like Steam gift cards. I don't see why not. <laughs> yeah. Good hmm. yeah. point. Uh, Keith says that uh, she's giving family members Toad's Adventure physically on switch so this year fair enough i just my kids i don't like the whole time my kids have had their switch i don't think they've received or i've purchased for them a physical copy of anything Mm -hmm. i think it's all digital all the way down everything they own on the switch okay 
and I don't think they care. Maybe I'll ask them. I don't know. Tell you what, better if I gave this to you wrapped in a present. No, no, no. Don't ask. Christmas is coming. Let's just do science. Give one of them a huge box that has a tiny little switch card in it at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) And then give another one a tiny box that just has like the digital code to put in written on a piece of paper. Right. And see which one of them is more happy. I can't. Well, one's going to be pissed because they thought it was something huge and it's not. Sure. (laughs) No, that's a... That's something my dad would do. He would pack giant boxes and fill them with like styrofoam or packing peanuts and all that. And then have your dad's a super nice guy, but also a total prankster. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's good to know about your dad. Uh I just, I honestly, I don't think if I gave them each a wrapped gift that was the same size and a reasonable size for it to be a Switch game, one of them was a card. Actually, they've told me this. What am I talking about? They don't like having little cards because they lose them. Mm. And if you don't, if you can't ever lose the digital download, it's superior in their eyes, which I get. Because mm-hmm, it is, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think my boy ended up running Pokemon Sun through the wash once because <laughs> he had the physical little thing for his DS. And you right. know what? It worked. It went through the wash and went through the dryer and it came out and it worked. I still can't believe that. Yeah, I have a copy of uh, Pokemon Red for like the Game Boy Color that mm-hmm. went through the wash, and it still works. And I'm only missing mm-hmm. two Pokemon from it, so if anyone has a Shantru, hit me up, because I think I need that and one other thing. <laughs> <laughs> and a working link cable for old-timey technology. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. So, yeah, I think, because I think they have lost a game before. I think I got them something physically for their birthday or something, and it's gone now, and there's just no finding it. So, right, right. digital is superior, dang it. 100%, yeah. But, yeah. Yep. All right, got that figured out. Anyway, my point is, at some point, it starts to feel Duke Nukem Forever-y, which is not fair, because Duke Nukem Forever was like 20 years of nothing. Right. Uh, like, but I mean, it's the, they were working on it and they were never quite happy with it. And then they were working on it and still not happy with it. And it just went over and over and over again here. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not where we are with Cyberpunk, but it just starts to feel that way the more this happens. If it gets pushed again, uh, I don't know. It's going to make me feel real bad. Like, I don't feel like they owe me anything. It's more that they don't have a better handle on their own product to where they're giving us dates that they can't possibly hit. Mm. that is the worst thing. And that's what I hate about my job is mm. that our bosses give us dates we can't possibly hit. Mm. And it's not good for customer confidence when that happens. Right. Yeah. Just like, right. let us do what we're going to do. And when it's ready, it's ready. Which again, used to be the Blizzard model was StarCraft 2 done when it's done, dang it. And we'll right. announce it when it's done and give you three months to get hyped about it. Right. Yeah. Because um, here's the thing. The, like... Cyberpunk games went gold. They started printing discs, shipping them to stores, warehouses, everything, Australia. But they obviously, they keep working on the day one patch because you, there's always something you can find to add a little extra polish somewhere to something, right? Which is something that bugs me about the current generation of gaming is 20 years ago, there was no day one patch concept. Your game right. was your game. The but end. the game is fundamentally better because if you can keep working on it, right? Yeah. Right. It's just, were you negligent and it wasn't done? Or did somebody find something that was terrible that you could have never found? You know? Who knows, right? Yeah. yeah. But I'm wondering if uh, CD Projekt Red is looking at like the number of pre-orders they have on Steam and say, like, we've already got these people's money. If we want to make it a little bit better. I know, but people are canceling their pre-orders. That's the are danger. Uh, I mean, I've seen at least two people on Twitter claim they have. And two that's, so, again... Two people just claiming... Saying, I only follow like a thousand Twitter accounts. I don't have a good selection of every gamer on earth. Right. But did they show proof that they had? Uh, uh, one of them. I mean, but one of them had, but you can just re-pre-order it after you're done taking the screenshot. Right. <laughs> like, you know, it doesn't mean anything if they have a <laughs> screenshot of proof. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying. Anyway. Oh. I just, that's a risk. Yeah. The I've... longer this goes on, the more... Some people are going to say, uh-uh, I right. don't trust this anymore, I, I'm out. I'm just saying, they could 
say the game's going to take another three months, I wouldn't care, right? Hmm. Because either it will come out when it's done, or it'll never come out. <laughs> if they're willing to just continually push it, doesn't bother me. Keep going. One of t- either it comes out or it doesn't come out. It's a 50 50 proposition. Yeah, it is. Entirely 50 50. No, it's not. It's what not the, how that works at all. What, uh, what's, the other, what's the other possibility? It's not a 50 50 split. Just I'm not saying. Two options doesn't mean it's split in half. I didn't, I didn't mean that those are the only two things, like that it's a 50 50 shot that it does or doesn't happen. I'm saying that there's okay. only those two options, and I'm not bothered either way. Okay, I got gotcha. you. All right. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Anywho, Cyberpunk. Ta-da. Ta-da. Yeah. In other kind of gaming news, uh, Netflix is going to have an Assassin's Creed show. Cool. Which is, like, barely teased at all. There's no information about it whatsoever. They're just like, we're doing a thing. Check back in two years, basically. Yahoo News, Netflix is making multiple Assassin's Creed shows. What does that mean? It means more than one. I know, but multiple movies or multiple TV shows? It just says shows. I assume it's... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Uh, let me see if Netflix Twitter account has anything to say about this. Netflix will be developing an Assassin's Creed live action series. Mm. Um, cool. I, don't I mean, it seems to indicate they're talking about one. Anyway, I don't know. I just, I have hope that we're going to get a good video game adaptation of at some point in our lives before we die. And every time there's one, I have hope that this is the one. Well, well and, you didn't think Sonic was good? You didn't think the last Assassin's Creed movie was good? It's not. I didn't think the last Assassin's Creed movie was good. I think we talked about it on the pod. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's terrible. Um, yeah, it's not good. I thought the like the stuff in ancient Spain, not ancient, but like medieval Spain was cool. It was visual and fun. It was just people parkouring around and murdering folk. And that was a lot of fun to watch. The stuff in modern day sucked and was super boring. Uh-huh. And super not consistent with how the game displays it like the guys hooked into like yes. a robotic arm to do flips instead of just being like on a bed which yeah the robotic arm is more interesting to watch but yes. it's not what people tend up for like here's my thing at this point i care less about fidelity to the original work and more about does it suck or not well so whether they, or not it if sucks they have the robotic arm and it's, if they have the robotic arm and it's not you know loyal to the original concept of assassin's creed and it's great i don't care what, but here's the thing. People are going to argue it's only great if it's loyal. If it's so disingenuous to the original work, no matter how fun it is, it's not going to matter. What do you mean it's not going to matter? Right, like, you can make a really fun movie, right? But if, like, if you just call it um, World War Z and you don't make it anything like the book, people, like, people care. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, if you're... Okay, okay. When I say I don't care about fidelity, I don't mean that. I mean, there's a certain level I'll allow. But yes, if we get to World War Z levels where it has nothing to do with the original work and they just slapped Assassin's Creed name on it, then I'll be pissed. That's fair. (laughs) All right. But here's what I don't get about Assassin's Creed. It's not hard. Just make Assassin's Creed 2. It's a movie already. You start with young Ezio. He's got a loving... father and mother and family and then they get murdered by the Templars and he's on a mission of revenge and he befriends Leonardo da Vinci and has all these adventures and there's action the end. Like it's not hard I just don't know why we're so unwilling to do this That's all I just always thought Assassin's Creed 2 would be a fine standalone movie just beat for beat People would buy it. People would go see it. Like, even if they've already played Assassin's Creed 2, so what? And really, the number of people that have played Assassin's Creed 2 is not a huge number it's yep. popular, but compared to the TV watching movie going public, it's a drop in the bucket. Right. Uh, I I can't imagine non-gaming people caring about gaming shows, though. Like, sure, but if it's good, then they will. I don't know. 
Like, okay, uh, The Witcher. Okay, it's technically based on books. Uh-huh. But it's way more popular because of the games. Like, the games right. have sold way more copies than the books ever did. Mm-hmm. And I think there's general consensus that the Witcher Netflix series was okay, at least. Yeah. And I think it got a lot of views from people who don't care about video games. Sure, but the story in that is not a video game story, right? Like, because it's adapted from books, it has a yeah. narrative level above most video games, right? I think you, like... You, your pitch for the Assassin's Creed 2 is it's simple. And I think you will make a simple TV show. And people will go, well, that was pretty cut and dry. There's nothing super amazing about it. Because hmm. it's just like, look at Florence 400 years ago. And now there's a guy with some knives, right? Or you have The Witcher where it's like, check out my sick world build, bro. Sick what? World built. Probably oh, the, the world. world. Yeah, because the witch yeah, is yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I've never thought about that. Is the complexity of story something that matters? Like, do you have to have a twist? Do you have to have something that is difficult to understand in order for it to be good? I don't know. I don't know that it does. Like, have you played Assassin's Creed 2? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you think that's a simple story? Because like it spans about a, a, you know fifteen years of this dude's life. There's a lot of different characters involved. Well, hold on, hold on, there's ups, hold on. there's downs. When you're there's saying failures. Assassin's when you're saying Assassin's Creed two, do you mean Assassin's Creed two or the uh, Ezio trilogy? Just two. Just two. That doesn't I mean, it's span not fifteen years. years. That spans like six months. <laughs> it's not long. No, right? he's no, because it starts when he's younger. Yeah, okay, maybe like a couple years, but it's not like 15, right? And the story right. is basically, he finds people doing shit, and he puts a knife through their head. Rinse and repeat for 15 hours of gameplay while climbing towers and collecting feathers, which I did. I 100% of that game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we obviously aren't going to do feather collection in the show, because feather collection was just to give you something to do in the video game. You don't need time wasters like that mm -hmm. in obviously. a show, because you have much less time to work with. Right. But here's the thing. Like, you split the movie up. You need, like, 15 minutes to establish he's got a family. Five minutes to kill him. And then you need 15 more minutes for him to discover that they were assassins. And then he takes on the mantle. You're 40 minutes into this movie and he's only just become an assassin. Right? It's You then immediately set up, oh, these are the people that killed him. But maybe he was set up by these other people. So we, then you just have, like, an hour left of the movie of him killing two groups of people. Which is fine. But it's doesn't it's not particularly entertaining. Yeah, right. I don't know. I just think it can be done. I think it can I, be done. Whether or not it can be done well, like into yeah, a palatable movie, is a different thing. That is always the question. It's true. Anyway, I just one day I just want a video game property to be adapted well to the screen and have it just be good. Right, right. That would be nice. It would be nice, but. Not holding my breath. Yeah, no. I would yeah. not. I would not worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Akudama Drive. Yeah. Uh, coming out. Coming out weekly. New uh, episode. The train heist currently going on. The train heist part one. Uh huh. Boy, is this yeah, I realized... really Firefly kind of. <laughs> uh. Well, yes. I mean, in the sense that group of misfits heist, and there's a yeah. heist, and but every heist movie is this exact same thing. It's not just uh -huh. Firefly. Uh huh. Yeah. Is there any other anime that we've watched that have done heists, like really good heists, or any other just shows in general? I mean, there's like the Italian Job. That's a heist movie. It's true. Gone in Gone in sixty seconds is a heist movie. True. Um. I mean, there's a whole bunch. The original. You don't get technically, well, technically, Infinity War is a heist movie. Yeah, by technicality, sort of. right? Like, right. There's yeah. a there's a heist, but I wouldn't call it a heist movie. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, it's good. Akadama Drive. Somicron has a theory that our main protagonist girl, who, as far as we know, has no special abilities and is just wrapped up in this 
through forces outside of her control. Mm -hmm. um, that she actually is the swindler that everybody thinks she is, and she's pretending not to be. Yeah, like she's secretly super important. That's yeah, fine. but the problem... What's up, Kai? Happy birthday, by the way. Which hey. is problematic for me because they, we've shown her alone mm -hmm. and she's still playing the random high she's, school girl. She's in deep cover. She's not a high school girl. She's an adult. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're... You can do that if you don't also give the TV audience moments where she's alone and she's still acting this way. Nah. If you just you, never... You if you just never... If you, what? You need it for the plot twist at the end. She's got a deep cover even I, to the audience. She doesn't slip for a second. It's a heist movie. What kind of a heist movie wouldn't have a twist at the end where the good guy turns out to be the bad guy? Right? I, I Well, okay, but I think the courier is the deep cover person. Right? At least they're telegraphing it because he's not boastful. He's not clearly a psychopath like the rest of them are. Mm. And it just seems like he has enough of I'm hiding something to where I think he could be the dude on the inside. As okay. soon as they introduced that concept in the show, I was like, oh, it's probably the courier. But they're kind of telegraphing it. So, uh, like, if I was writing a show, I would maybe set up the feint to where it's obviously the courier, but then it's somebody else. Mm -hmm. But then if you make it feel like it just pulled it out of your butt and there's no hints for the viewer as to who it was the whole time, then that sucks. Right, right. In right. my opinion. Hmm. I, don't I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I just want to say, too, the fact that the doctor lady can sew up her own, like, neck slash <laughs> is absolute magic. Uh -huh. Like, I, I get we're dealing with magic in this world, but holy crap. That is some skill, lady. Right. But like, you're bleeding to death from a neck wound, and you have the presence of mind and ability to stitch it up. Amen. Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I do hope they touch on somehow all these people have like magical superpowers, right? Because yeah. like the brawler dude, he could, he jumped like a kilometer. Yes. Right? No. And he, I mean, he's got generic Marvel like superhero um, sturdiness, right. <laughs> right? Right. He can take hits from stuff that regular people cannot. So, There's, I, don't know. I mean, and as far as our hacker guy is concerned, even though he's been, he specifically has said a couple times hacking is not magic. Mm -hmm. What he does, as far as we're concerned, is magic. <laughs> like, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, super magic. Yeah. Anyway. But, uh, yeah. Excited for more of that. Me too. It's good. I, I do like the rapport that the brawler and the other dude have developed. Oh, the hoodlum, where the hoodlum just the lies hoodlum. and the brawler is too dumb to notice. Yeah, the hoodlum's like the brawler's handler. He just like keeps him calm keeps him. and gets him hyped about the next thing. And yeah, no, it's good. It, it's a it's a good dynamic for it, sure. Yeah, it's fun to watch as well. Totally, because like the brawler dude's like hanging upside down by chains doing. Um, sit-ups. <laughs> Hoodlum's just like, I can do 100 in a second. He's like, I'm going to try and beat that. And it's like, can you beat that? Is it possible to do 100 in a second? <laughs> I don't think it is. No. I like the point in the mission briefing where the brawler's like, I'll just kill all of them. And then the cat's like, actually, if any of the guards die, it sets off an alarm. And he's like, ah! <laughs> here if i don't get to kill people i was like yeah that's a good point there were no <laughs> guards anyway there was like uh, one guard that opened the gate mm -hmm. <laughs> and then there was some watching tv like the cameras but uh-huh like they never interacted with them <laughs> so no they asked somebody was that the guy at the front gate like once the gate was open they gassed him no oh yeah, okay, so when the party split up through the gates, there was a party which they gassed. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I forgot about yeah, yeah. that. Because it's like a two-second scene of them gassing people. Which I think, if your alarm system can tell if a guard is dead, it should be able to tell if they're, like, unconscious too, right? Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's pretty much, if you're measuring for no, no, death, no. you should be able to measure for that. Vitals are binary. Everyone knows this. Either your heart is pumping <laughs> or it's off, right? <laughs> That's all they can tell. Fair. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> Ugh. 
especially in this technological superpower world, right? Like, yeah, clearly binary. There, so for a minute there, there were some massive like bombing of Nagasaki parallels here, right? Were there? Because the kids show, remember the kids show stuff oh, that they're yeah. doing? Yeah. They talked about how this world got bombed, but then the people that bombed it helped them rebuild it. And I was like, that sounds like America and Japan. <laughs> and I was like, well, does the train go across the whole sea? But then it doesn't. It just seems to go like pretty close nearby. So the geographically, it doesn't make any sense. But I, I think the, the, I don't think they're talking specifically about like Nagasaki or Hiroshima or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, they're talking about like another attack. Because the way they described it was that the train crosses to the north part of Japan. And mm. there's a chunk of Japan in the middle that is unlivable at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so it's not that the train goes near, uh, even leaves Japan. It just goes to the north of Japan. And Yes. And once they made that clear, I was like, okay, so geographically, it's not an America-Japan thing. There are just some parallels. Yeah. Also, we're going to spend some time in that uninhabitable zone without question. They've like oh, drawn, drawn too much attention to it already. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I'm Sounds terrible. Let's yeah. not do that. No, you don't want to do that? No. No, I do not. Anyway. Fair enough. Yeah, just good pacing, good characters. It's fun. I laugh. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, it was obvious. As soon as they were like, oh, the cargo in the container, I didn't have time to edit the, you know. The weight. <laughs> the weight for what it should be. And I'm too heavy now. And I was like, well, clearly girl has to go in. So, Right. I mean, they didn't belabor the point too much, but that was pretty obvious. No. Also, I mean, there wasn't any real suspense. It'd be hilarious, though, if they were like, all right, I'm not sure if this is going to work. And she goes through and she gets zapped. It's like, the end. Our <laughs> protagonist is gone. Now we're just going to follow these guys. I mean, I, as they I, run for their lives because their mission failed, right? It would hundred percent be more suspenseful if they hadn't had like Doctor Levy's neck get chopped off and have her just mm. instantly stitch it back up in the previous episode. Because now they've shown us characters might die, but they're not really gonna die. That's true. I mean, that was she got her head slashed off by a lightsaber and then she was fine. Right. Yeah, good point. They've really lowered the stakes right now. That said, I still feel like if Girl got a like completely vaporized by this thing, I don't know if there's any coming back from that. Right. Uh, with Doctor Lady's scalpel and pair of scissors, you know. I, you know, maybe. Maybe because again, it's magic. So what limits are we placing on it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. we probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. No. Man. <sighs> Ah, in other news, I watched Superbad for the first time last night. Oh, yeah. I think there I was news about ago. a Superbad reunion that they want to do sometime this year. And I was like, you know what? I never actually watched that movie. Is it good? And it just generally, I feel like anything that's endured in the public consciousness for, you know, 15 years deserves some attention. So mm. I just realized it's still around. So, I, yeah. So I watched it. Mm. I enjoyed it. It was good. It's the pacing's great. The writing's amazing. It's got a great cast. Michael Sarah doing Michael Sarah things because he's always Michael Sarah. Right, uh, right. Like baby Jonah Hill. I don't mean baby. He's like 21 playing a high school senior. Mm -hmm. But like before he was huge, Jonah Hill. And you can totally see why he becomes a star because his delivery is perfect. His comedic timing is amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's fantastic. And what's interesting, like spoiler alert for a movie that came out in 2006, but it spends the most of the movie following these high school seniors trying to get laid, right? Because mm -hmm. they're teenage boys and all they care about is sex. I'm like, I get that. Mm -hmm. But then it the ending is like Michael Sarah's character shows up at a party and the girl that he's been crushing on forever is wasted drunk. And she wants to like, she wants to sleep with him. But he, and at first he's kind of like, all right. And then he doesn't feel good about doing it. And he like aborts the whole thing before it gets started. He's like, let's, you know, we'll talk about this when you're sober. And I was like, this is a very like <laughs> wholesome route for this movie to take considering where he's been the whole time. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then Jonah Hill's character wants to get with Emma Stone and she's just like, no. And he accepts it. Right. And I was just like, wow, all right. I didn't, I didn't really expect this like message of 
like consent <laughs> to show up in this movie. What an ending. Okay. Uh, but it was good, like a surprisingly wholesome ending for something that has a whole thing about Jonah Hill telling a story about when he was six or seven, he had an obsession of drawing dicks. And it's just a montage of him drawing dicks in like first grade and all like showing us all the dicks he drew. Like that's that's within the first 30 minutes of the film. And you're like, okay, this is where we're going. Anyway, it's good. I enjoyed it. Uh, Bill Hader and Seth Rogen are two absolutely terrible cops mm -hmm. in this whatever town they live in. They're hilarious. I love Bill Hader. Rogen's fun too. Uh, but overall, yeah, good good movie. If you have somebody hasn't seen it, I can recommend it. And surprise, there's a, a spoiler wholesome ending to it as well. If you know, I you care about that sort of thing. Definitely haven't seen this in like ten years, so I might have okay. a watch. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I was able to rent it off of Amazon. Fair enough. What's weird about it too, though, is. I went to rent it, and the first time I tried, they were like, subscribe to CBS All Access, and you can watch this. And I was like, I don't want to subscribe to CBS All Access. Can I just rent it from you for a couple dollars, please? Hmm. And then I kept poking around, and I found a different version. Not As far as I could tell, there were identical listings for the movie in the rental section. Uh -huh. One of them required a CBS All Access subscription, and the other one was just like, we'll rent it to you for $4. And I was like, deal, let's do that one. Right. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Why would anybody be like, I want to watch this movie? Yes, of course I'll sign up for another streaming service to rent this movie for one night. Uh, I don't get it. Doesn't make any sense. Weird. Super, super weird. I finished The Boys. You did? Yeah. I... Like <laughs> season two? Yeah, yeah. I finished, actually finished The Boys season two before last week's episode of the podcast. Just we have to talk about it. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was a jam-packed episode last week. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. What did you think? Boys season one is better. You think it's better in season one? Okay. Well, I think the ending is definitely better. Like, I'm more excited for season, for season two than I am for season three, right? Okay. Yeah. That's that fair. Season two does feel a little wrapped up. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, that. Yeah, less cl less cliffhangery for sure. Mm -hmm. That's fair. I mean, hmm, depending on what you think about Stormfront's current state and whether she can be fixed from that, uh, right? Because she takes the laser blast from Ryan, and she's missing her legs and her arms. Uh huh. And she's fried. Her hair is gone. She's missing an eye because she got stabbed earlier. Uh -huh. Her brain is messed up to the point where all she can speak is German. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So she's alive and she's been shown to have some regenerative abilities because Homelander lasered her earlier and she was cool. Right. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. where he was lasering was pretty dead on her heart. Right. And yeah. Like, I feel like that would have killed her pretty quick because the heart's usually a pretty sensitive thing to laser. Generally. I mean, um, she's got mortality stuff going because right. she's young and she's been around since the 1920s right so i assume yeah. she'll be back in some capacity me too i think i don't know she's a fun character she's fun to hate mm -hmm. um i think they enjoyed writing for her so i imagine she'll be back mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. although i did watch a youtube video that argued the whole season was about homelander's deconstruction okay. um building him up and then taking everything away from him. Cause like at different points, he thinks he has found his son and he has a good relationship with his son mm -hmm. and then he loses his son. Right. And he has a good relationship with Stormfront, and she understands him and they're having great superhero sex and he's mm -hmm. happy. Right. And then she gets lasered to death almost. Right. So he loses her. Right. He goes to Vought goes to Giancarlo Esposito and is like, I can do whatever I want. And is told that no, Vought is a pharmaceutical company <laughs> and the heroes are secondary products. And no, you can't do whatever you want. Like, we'll be fine without you if you leave. Mm -hmm. So he loses that. Like, everything that happened with Homelander is like deconstructing the absolute everything out of anything he wants. Mm. And so the argument was season three is going to be Homelander 
basically going nuts, right? Like he's lost everything. There's nowhere to go but down. And we, I don't know, we might end up getting a, a homelander who actually cuts loose, even though it hurts his adoration of the public, right? I don't think that math adds up. Like, if he lost everything, the only point to go is up, not down, right? Like, if he's lost everything this season, he's going to get some shit in the next one. Like, he's well, going to work just, on some personal mm, goals and he's going to achieve them. Because if he's at rock bottom, being told he can't do whatever he wants, that he's a secondary product, that he doesn't have a son, doesn't have his new Nazi girlfriend, like, mm, mm. what's he going to do? He can't stand on the Empire State Builder and jack it for the next six hours, right? Hey, maybe he can. Maybe part of his superpowers <laughs> is, like, no refractory period. You don't know. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> he's going to cement some goals that can't be taken away from him, and he's going to try and achieve them. Maybe. I mean, that's the one thing. He still has the adoration of the public. Like, Maeve was able to get him to back down because she threatened to take the one thing from him that he has left, mm-hmm. which is that people still love him. Enough people still love him, right? Mm-hmm. But you've got the, um, the, like, the senator lady that's, like, trying to be, like... Head exploder! Yeah, yeah. I was a little annoyed yeah. they revealed that. I was like... I would have been annoyed if they hadn't revealed it. Like, it's a major point of the show for the first, like, whole second season. And for them to be like, there are no clues. Come back for season three. I'm not saying no clues, (laughs) right? I'm not saying they couldn't have teased it somewhat. But I was just like, boy, it's really convenient for them to wrap up who this person was. Well, and then Huey's working for her, which is interesting. But I think that's good. My question is, Head Exploder starts when they she evidently she killed CIA lady. Yes. Why did she kill CIA lady? This is an excellent question. I don't know what her motivations are at all. Right, because CIA Cause... lady thought it was an it, like an internal vort coup by probably Homelander, and then her head explodes. Yeah. I, and the people who want that theory not to happen shouldn't be someone who's publicly campaigning to take down vort. Correct. I don't know why she's publicly campaigning to take down Vod and working for it and yet actually working against that. It makes no sense to me. Right. I don't know what she's doing. Which is why it was sad that they revealed her to be the head exploder because now her her entire goals and beliefs just don't make any sense. Correct. I mean, she's more interesting as a character. I mean, she was fine as the AOC analog for the story, but if she's a secret soup with powers that nobody knows about. Like, how crazy is that? She managed to get to, like, whatever, age 36, whatever she is, without no, and nobody knows that she can explode people's heads. Nobody. Or she's exploded everybody's head who uh, found out, right? I guess that's fair. Right, but I mean, (laughs) someone's going to come along and find bodies without heads and start putting two to two together. Um, So she's covered up multiple murders. Or... Vought was working on a stable version of Compound V and she got it as an adult and so there hasn't been a a case load of people to cover up that she's killed. She's only recently acquired these powers. Yeah. Could be. We'll have to find out. It's also, it's kind of an overpowered power. (laughs) Like, can she just make Homelander's head explode? Yeah. I mean, she did make a soup's head explode. There was a second-tier soup in the courtroom that did die that way. Mm-hmm. But it really feels like the seven have a certain extra level of hardiness that other maybe soups don't. I don't know. The world build isn't clear mm-hmm. enough yet. Would you count uh, A-Train as like one of the seven still? Because he got his uh... leg bashed in and broke by um, Kumiko. With like a tire tire iron, right? Forcing someone's head to yeah. explode from the inside does not seem extravagantly more powerful than that. No. Maybe that's Homelander's one weakness is this person's. Because that's the thing. Homelander's invincible. There is no kryptonite in this world. Uh, right. So well, yeah, I mean, maybe. Couldn't, couldn't they pull like an Ant-Man or a translucent with him, right? Same thing, you just gotta get him unconscious. Yeah. Would that work? Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I'm just saying they've done nothing to tell us that Homelander has any weaknesses. Their insurance policy against Homelander going nuts and killing everybody was like raising his son to be a better person than Homelander is. Like, that's all they have. It's like, I sure hope this kid has all the powers Homelander has. And I sure hope he turns out to be a good person. Because if Homelander ever wants to kill everyone, he will. Mm -hmm. That's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. There is no other. I mean, maybe there is. Maybe there's another failsafe program that they've got, but it really seemed like Ryan is everything they have in case that mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's not ready for that. So, like, <laughs> there's just this. Oh, that's my favorite thing about this show, I think, is just the creeping, ever present dread that one day Homelander will snap and decide he doesn't care what people think. Mm-hmm. murder everybody important and become god emperor of the world see that was one of the things i liked about the trailers i saw for season two when he just lasers the entire crowd of protesters they put that in the trailer that's it, low they put they put it in the trailer from like the the ceiling shot sky shot looking down and you just see someone lasering a whole crowd like yeah. any context well, is just, removed but yes, i was excited to see that <laughs> Well, that was a fake out if you didn't watch the trailers too, right? The fake out was they showed Homelander, he's getting booed, and then it's a cut to him lasering everybody. There's no indication it's a fantasy other right. other than Homelander wouldn't do this because it would murder his public approval rating. Right. And then for them to be like, ah, oh, yes, that was a fantasy four seconds later. It's just like, what? Why? Why bother doing that? <laughs> Show his Annoying. slow descent into even further madness. But he That's wants to murder guess... everyone. Yeah, if that's part of his character progression is that he started fantasizing about murdering innocent people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, then I guess that that's the importance of it. But mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Anywho. So what do you, I mean? Hmm. Yeah, I just, I enjoyed it. I think overall it was good. Poor Maeve. Like Maeve's whole storyline was just garbage. Like that uh, scene where he outs her on TV in mm. like a gross, like faux woke corporate way was just disgusting. Yeah, and she can't she rough. can't do anything about it, and she has to roll with it. Mm-hmm. And all the stuff the marketing people and Vought came up with, Brave like Maeve. taking advantage of the fact that she's gay. Brave Maeve lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Gross is the worst. Absolutely. And terrible. then when then when her girlfriend leaves her because she's like and she's mad. Anyway, there's a whole reason for it, you know. I'm frightened. Yeah. And then she like has a threesome with these two dudes, and what's her face comes in and is like, could like <laughs> this is not to be gay. gay, not bi. And it's like, what is wrong with you? Like yeah. bi doesn't go like bi doesn't get as many approval ratings as just straight up homosexual does, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then Which, his, they explained it to her as well when they wanted her girlfriend to like wear a suit, and it's like because it makes the division of r- relationship roles more clear to the simpletons. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, that, oh. and just I mean the fact that this is true is what <laughs> makes it even worse. Yeah, it hurts because it's true. It hurts. Yes. Uh. It, oh yeah, it's good. It hurts and it's good. Man. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I mean, I personally found the beatdown of Stormfront by the three female, female superheroes we know their names for was a little bit on the nose. Like there were little echoes mm. of Endgame doing that, right? Where it's like, look, yeah. our women are doing something. It's like, but... Kind of right. I feel like this is actually way better than Endgame's. It's better. I agree. Yeah, I like because there was also the far like uh, program where it's like girls get it done, and then so they were setting it up for the entire thing, and yeah, yeah. And I mean, they did their work for it. There were no other heroes around. It was Kamiko. It was Maeve. It was uh, Stormlight. The end. Yeah. So, like, no one else could do it. Huey's not going to do anything. Right. Yeah. 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 
Oh, well, and then, gosh, the ending. Like, I've been completely forgetting about the end. <laughs> like, for Ryan to try to save his mom and then accidentally murder her mm -hmm. was brutal. That kid's not going to be okay. He's not going to be fine at all. Did he murder her? Or did he blast Stormlight so hard? Yes. She pulled out part of her throat, right? Stormlight is, is Stormlight. Storm, yeah. Storm, 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 Stormfront. Stormfront. You said Stormlight earlier. and I, I did. God damn it. Now you've broken those two not. characters. It's Stormfront and Starlight. Starlight. Thank yeah. you, my bad. You've now yes, broken yes. those two characters for me. Ground Oracle, Sky Sentries. <laughs> <laughs> my um, fault. Right? Like... People, he might be like, oh, no, I killed my mother. And people go like, it wasn't your fault. Like, you did your best to save her. Shit happens. And he'll be fine. He watched his mother die in front of him. Like, slowly. I don't care whose fault it is. That's going to screw you up. That's what happened to Dexter. Dexter had his mom murdered in front of him. And he turned into a psychopath serial killer. Yeah, but a good guy, right? Like, he only kind killed of, bad people. Sort of. I don't know. I've only seen the first episode. Um, yeah, it no, actually, gets, I think I've seen it more gets darker. Like I, I uh, get that he kills a lot of people, but Ryan's gonna have to kill a lot of people. <laughs> Maybe this or, is exactly what he needs. Okay, but okay, okay, okay. The other thing is, there was a whole big point about Ryan's being raised by his mother instead of raised in a sterile science environment like Homelander was that turned him into a psychopath. Uh huh. His mom's gone. And right. Butcher's like, I can't be bothered to raise a child. I'm going to send you off with the secret organization that I'm sure will take care of you better than Homelander was taken care of. I don't possibly see why he would be, however, is the problem oh, here. Okay, okay. Butcher doesn't know that the point was that Homelander was raised in a cage, right? Like He knows, he knows that Rebecca constantly said Ryan's being raised by his mother. He needs his mother. I can't leave him because he needs to be raised by his mom. What does he think she was talking about? Right, but she's dead. What do you want him to do? <laughs> like, like, what are the options? Be a bad father like Butcher's dad or give him to a society that will put him in hiding and protection and possibly a foster mother. I, just, I don't trust the organization at all. You don't trust the CIA? Come on. I think we can all trust the CIA. Like, Mother's Milk goes home. He seems like he has a great family. Sure. Give him Ryan. He wouldn't be mad about that. He could be raised with that family. It seems great. I just, I don't <laughs> that would... trust faceless, nameless organization to raise <laughs> that, this kid. That would really stick it to Harmlanda and Stonefront. <laughs> <laughs> he was raised by a black family? Yeah, yeah probably would. Homelander would be pissed. I don't know that he's intrinsically white supremacist. He just kind of no. rolled with what Front was yeah. preaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. She'd be pissed. Um. Anyway, I just I'm worried about Ryan. That's all I'm saying. He okay. had a really rough week and ended with his mom dying terribly in front of him. What if that's them writing him out of the show? It's like, yeah, he's in hiding. He's not in the show. Oh. No, because he can't be written out forever because he's Homelander security. He's the only security they have. He but has I, to come back at some point. I mean, yeah, at some point. Like, But what if yeah. they're just like, all right, here's where we flash forward 15 years. Yeah, or he doesn't show up for another couple seasons. I get that. Right. I'm on board. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, poor Rebecca. Him. Like, I mean, have we talked about this? She was raped by Homelander, right? Uh-huh. Was it consensual? No. I don't think it was. She but... says it was rape. Yeah. I mean, so we have the video of her going into the hotel room not being dragged by her hair, right? Right, but when a man can laser his, like, shoot lasers from his eyes yeah. and break your neck with a snap, right? Yeah. He doesn't even have to specifically threaten her. It's just the implication. Right. Yeah, fair. Anyway, okay, so she gets raped. Mm -hmm. It's bad news bears. Yeah. She escapes. Ends up she's pregnant from her terrifying, horrible, amoral rapist. Mm -hmm. Manages to go into hiding, right? Things mm -hmm. are good. She's raising her son. Her son seems like a good person. Mm -hmm. She loves him. Mm -hmm. 
and then within the spate of a week, Homelander finds her, everything goes to pot, and she dies. <laughs> like, wow, that is a rough, rough time. The oh, I also forgot her husband shows up, offers mm. to take her away, calls her son a soup freak, <laughs> and she can't go with him because he doesn't accept Brian. Like, that is some, that is a terrible, terrible sequence of events for her to deal with. It, it's true. I mean, she, she's dead now, so there are no consequences, but still. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Butcher okay. didn't kill the baby in the hospital that had, like, lightning eyes, right? Laser, yeah. Like, laser beam eyes. He clearly thinks that Soup's Willet could eventually grow up to be decent people, right? If he thought there was a 100% chance that these people are all awful and you need to kill all of them, Akumiko be Starlight. Then uh, he would have. Then he would have, right? But he mm -hmm. doesn't think that. He thinks that like these people can make the choice to be decent. Or at least, sure. maybe not decent, but at least on his side. <laughs> yes, but he doesn't see them as human is the bigger problem, right? right? It's not that Rebecca was worried that he would kill Ryan. She didn't like that he didn't see Ryan as a human. That was it. Yeah, but I mean, you can work on that, right? Like he could have. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> right. And I think I in agree. custody is I still, do. you know, in custody is still worse, I feel. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. There was part of me that was like, look, Rebecca, we can work with this. Like, take the out. Right. <laughs> Homelander is a known evil. Uh -huh. Let's go with Billy and we'll work on the details later. Right. Yeah, she did not, unfortunately. So I have another question. Was there particularly a point to Butch's dad and mom showing up? Like, That was, was just a we're all our fathers moment, mm. right? Okay. Like, all the bitterness and hate that Billy has, like, his dad has, too. Right. Was there a point? <laughs> like, I get that I that's what... That right, but what's well, the point the... of doing that? <laughs> no, it's just storytelling. It's a theme, right? We at the In the same episode, we also had interactions with Homelander's father, the scientist that raised him, right? Yeah, sure. And he's this utilitarian asshole who just basically... What did he say? Um... Like, couldn't raise him to be weak. You know what I mean? Like, he just saw Homelander as someone who cannot be coddled at all in any circumstances. Mm. And that's what Homelander is. It's yeah. just, it's a fathers raise sons that are just like they are moment. And no, I don't think story-wise had anything to do with the overarching plot. Like, I feel like you could have cut it and, the, not, like, nothing would be missed. Yeah, right? I agree. I mean, it was nice to get John Noble in there. He's great. Like, I love him as an actor and it was sure. really great to see him. Like, when other that, than that, though. I was expecting Butch to like throw him off the balcony, right? Then there would have yeah. been some point to admitting that him like up murdering his dad. That would have been great. A little patricide, yeah. spice up the action on the episode. Yeah, uh -huh, I agree. Uh -huh. Yeah, that would have been cool. But no, but no, no, nope, no point really. All right. I guess the last thing I want to bring up. So you're the Vought team. Mm -hmm. who's been sent to this cabin to pick up Ryan and like, you know, <laughs> this is going to piss off Homelander mm -hmm. and you get there and there's nobody there. And Homelander walks in and very quietly closes the door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that's just to make peace with your God moment. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Cause even if you scatter, he's killing all of you. Right. Like, yeah. Also, he, I mean, Butcher kind of left them out to dry. There was no time between that, team showed up and Homelander walked in. Right. So even if Ryan was there, congratulations, like Homelander showed up and you have his kid. That's not any better. Like right. what the crap, Billy? Well, I think he's kill bot employees. I mean, I I feel like uh, I, I think he sees that as a win. But I think the yeah. plan was to pick him up and once the helicopter lands, they would just hand off the kid and then go. Right? Yeah, but there was no time for that. Like right. they go in but, there. No, no, the no. But phones if, on the table, if, the end. But if, like, the original plan had that, had they been there, right? They would have handed off the kid, they would have gone, and then, then Homelander would have shown up. There would have been enough time for that. The one where they have to dis disembark the helicopter and then enter the house takes significantly longer, and that's why Homelander arrives. Hmm. In that, that actual universe, yeah. All right, maybe so. All right, I think that the, the initial plan was solid, but then the deciding to screw the plan by Butcher because... He makes a promise to his wife. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that was pretty obvious. Like, for as much of a complete jerk as Butcher is, mm-hmm. I at no point did I think he was actually going to separate Ryan from Rebecca. Like, just no, it was not no. going to happen. No. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're out of time. I think we're about done. Yeah. We are. We don't do a sports ball minute. No, no one cares about sports. No. Other than the World Series is happening. By the time you listen to this, it'll be over. But good series. The end. All right, cool. Well, that's going to be it from us this week. A lot of uh, lot of TV talk for sure. We recommend everything we're talking about. I think there's nothing that's been oh, terrible. Yeah. 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 So check that out. Uh, be sure to also look at the Patreon page for the podcast, as well as the merch store, falconpaladin.store. Looking at getting some new merch there as soon as I dig up a higher res version of the logo for starcraft 2 and uh yeah until next time as always thanks for hanging out with us appreciate it and you take care of yourself goodbye bye